Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to this episode of On Grace. Across the desk from me is Frick and Frack. Frick and Frack. <laughs> that was last time. That's no, you, no, last time I said Freddie and Jason, and you said... You'd rather be. You'd rather frick be Frick and Frack. Oh, okay. So today, all right, all right. Frick and Frack. I don't know who it is. I don't either. I'd re- I suggested Lennon and McCartney, but you... I, you ignored that one. I, I, can't, I can't. Right, I had to mix it up. I can't. I got to surprise you. Oh, okay. Just, All right. We did say Lennon and McCartney, but they broke up. And if you right. had a Lennon and a McCartney, we'd have to have a Yoko. No, one of them got shot. They broke up before they got shot. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. But you said you you were extolling the virtues of George Harrison. Yeah. yeah. Who had a really great two really great songs. I think. Uh-huh. My sweet lord. Uh-huh. And, and the underrated. Uh, set on you. Oh, that's set a good on song. You. Set on set you. On Not you. like that's sit on you. No, that's like, a very good song. Like, I got my mind set yes, on you. You know it. Come on. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> set on yeah. you. But, but prior to that, he had Here Comes the Sun. Here Comes the Sun, yeah. Something in the Way. Yeah. Those were two really stellar hits. Yeah, underrated, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a guy that just plays football on TV all the time. So. Uh, excuse me, was that? And uh, runs fun? for fun. Yeah, runs for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Not for punishment. No. Nope, or not. survival. <laughs> I'll run if a bear's after me. I wouldn't even. I just play. You got me win. You would, I'd let him have it. Uh, Friends, welcome. Well. <laughs> this is Wendell. How you all doing? Uh, and this is Wayne. And uh, I take no responsibility for the other two in the room they stand completely on their own and out of that we're going to try to talk i think about worship uh for a few minutes um and i I had a thought i don't know what it was um i think when we sometimes we have this idea that when we come to worship or this feeling i don't think we we uh vocalize it or even form it in our minds but we we kind of get this idea that when we come to worship we are um restarting our relationship with God or that we are somehow proving again that we are worthy of his love uh, or that we we're serious about it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. we recognize who he is and we take that seriously uh, with our lives and uh, I'm not sure in, in light of what we've talked about in other podcasts and between us at other times um, that God is really interested in uh, having his ego stroked, that, that he doesn't need that, nor is that the role he wants us to play. That instead, what he envisions is being himself with his people who are being themselves mm-hmm. and a celebration of that, mm-hmm. a celebration of this, of the possibilities of intimacy and partnership um, and life together so that we don't have to accomplish anything in worship but instead, we celebrate what is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or, well, uh, maybe another word for accomplishment is uh, accomplish. We don't have to produce anything. Yeah. Right. You know, people say, oh, we have to create a space for worship or a space for the spirit or whatever. And I think, so God's not here. Yeah. And we've got to tidy up the room, make it just right. So he'll, he'll maybe drop by. Right. For a visit because we've done it just right. We've said the right. Hocus pocus, yeah. right? Oops, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We've said the right magic, magic. Yeah. Um, the the other part, well, you said you, you know, worship is not God needing his ego stroke. It, if you it, just unpack that a little bit, what 
what a small God. Yeah. If he does. Right. Seriously? You're sitting up there, wrenching your hands, thinking, okay, they're getting ready to gather. It's 11 o'clock. Oh, I hope they say nice things about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope, you know, seriously? Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Man, that's a, that's a big old God right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the other side of that whole coin is uh, how we feel like in order to honor God, we have to be self-deprecating. That, I'm, oh, I'm such a wretch. I'm so yeah. terrible. You know, I've, I've lived such a terrible life this week, and I'm here to try to get back in your good graces again. And last week when we talked about, you know, the Last Supper, he was sitting there telling them, I know about you. Yeah. Not just what you did last week. Right. I know what you're going to do. Yeah. And and I'm all, you know, I'm giving myself to you, my body, my blood. I'm going to wash your feet. So in worship, we think we have to come and unpack everything we've done all week. And maybe we'll have some sort of connection with him. Yeah. And the Last Supper was like, I, I already know what you're going to do. Right. This is yeah. a non-issue with me. Right. And, and yeah, it's um, kind of like we have to make ourselves smaller in order for him to be big enough. When yeah. uh, when he's big <laughs> enough, whether we're worms or wretches or not. That, yeah. Uh, and is, is it a big contest? Right. Is he even wanting to have some kind of big contest? Yeah, right. I want you all to make sure you know that I'm bigger than you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. God, look at those yeah. biceps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are called the Rocky Mountains. I'll have you know. What? His biceps. Yeah. No, I understand okay. that. I, know I, I, I like to think of worship, and I get I get a lot of the ministry I'm uh, involved in here at Broadway is called Pathway, and so when we do what I guess you would call worship, when the band plays. It is more like little kids dancing around a living room with mom and dad sitting on the couch. We, we, I mean, we started out talking about the Beatles. We do a lot of Beatles stuff. We had one night where we just did Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, we were careful what we picked from them because <laughs> everything they do is about sex and Vikings. So we had to be careful. To, well, we, we did Stairway to Heaven. There you go. So see, there you go. <laughs> That's but, not about anything bad. No, 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 not at all. But... But the idea is is that when when mom and dad are on the couch and your little kids in the living room, you're completely secure, you're completely safe, mm-hmm. you're happy, you're content, and the natural thing to do is to sing and dance around. Yeah. And so that's what we do because yeah. we're content and safe in the presence of our daddy. Right. And yeah. and some would look at that as being very irreverent, and I'm thinking, no. Yeah, I think it's very. I think it's the epitome of trust. Yeah, I think I think that for me, when those times that we come together are a celebration of this relationship that we have, not the creation of it, not uh, grounding it better in the Word, right? Those things. I think worship, in terms of how we honor God, is how the relationships that we have uh, every day. Loving the person in front of us—that's yeah, that yeah, is yeah. worship. That yeah, is honoring yeah. to the Father. That's delighting Him. That's a gift to Him. Uh, and so uh, we live that way through the week, and then we come back together to celebrate that God is with us and that He is uh, present in those moments. Uh, that He is at work in every person all the time, and we have had moments when we've been part of that. 
And so we celebrate that again and remind ourselves that this moment is like all the rest of them. It is God is present. He's with us. Yeah. And he's active. And uh, and we recognize that. We remember it. it. I mean, it's been a while since Wayne and I have had little kids at home. But, J.B., you've got some children, school children. So there's four of you in your family. You all split up four different ways during the day. You all experience the kingdom in different ways. So you come home. And you sit around and you talk about that. Right. And your kids feel comfortable telling you about their day. And and it's not like, well, don't forget I'm dad. Don't forget I'm the big, I got bigger muscles. It's like, no, we're we're sharing in what we did as Browns today. Now we're coming together and celebrating each other in in a sense that would, that's a loose analogy of what worship is. No, I, 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 I think you're absolutely right. I think what you're what you're dancing around. Oh, see what I did there. there? Yeah. See what I did there. Led Zeppelin had a good song called "Dancing Days." So just just saying. I've never. I gotta say, I've never got the lead out. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think what you're dancing around is like a as a redefinition of, um, irreverent. And and sacred and and things that are things that we've defined as ir- irreverent or unsacred are absolutely sacred. Right. right. And what I hear you saying, yes. Wayne, is yes. that yes. The, the things that we often treat as not sacred or as transactional or as like, well, this is just the normal stuff mm-hmm. is actually the yeah. sacred stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Right. So when you uh, were talking really about good, like yeah. what happens in in our house um i mean obviously like we have you know big events but but by and large the sacred stuff is building couch forts and yes and wrestling right and yes yes uh, playing hide and seek and yes jumping out from behind a door and scaring each other and laughing together and right yeah those are those are the moments when you connect yes and that's what makes them holy and i think that's that's what what God desires is that connection with us and with His creation, and He He celebrates those with us. It's not that we stand in front of Him and celebrate, but that He dances with us and celebrates that. Uh, he's a, you know, back in the seminary. I don't know if they taught this in the classes you were in, uh, but you know, it was like in worship, God is the audience and we are the performers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I th- I don't think that's I think the what God desires is that we do it together, yeah. Him and us. That's an interaction, not a performance. Yeah. Yeah. And it, when it becomes a performance, it simply reflects the rest of the brokenness of Orthodox Christianity, which says we have to perform and get it right for God to pay any right. attention to us. Yeah. So it, uh, worship just be- reflects our life. Yeah, we got to make sure we get everything right, and then God might pay us a visit. It's the same thing with my everyday life. I've got to make sure I get it all right. Yeah, and then God may think I'm worth a second glance. Right, rather than this the assumption that God is present and that He cares about us and that He is active in our lives. He sees us. He cares about us. He acts for us. That's what we celebrate in all the places. There, everything is sacred. Every there are the normal is holy the ordinary is eternal all that is uh, god's presence among us 
Uh, and so that when we come together, we celebrate that together. It's not it's different simply in the fact that we are doing it corporately rather than uh, in twos or threes, I guess. Yeah. But I think those moments, you know, Jesus said, where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am with them. I think in, in all those moments uh, where we encounter and have conversations with other people and become aware of God's presence, that is worship. That is uh, this participating in what God's doing. And it's not contingent on our verbiage or choice of religious or spiritual cliches or right. whatever. It yeah. literally, I mean, and the examples that Jesus used were pretty blatant. You know, you hungry, here's a cup of water. Right. Where, where's the word holy in that? Where's the yeah. word washed in the blood? Where's yeah. the word, are yeah. you saved yet? Where's all these orthodox right. words? Are you thirsty? Yeah, here's a cup of water. Right. Are you naked? Yeah, here's some clothes. Right. Are you lonely? Let's talk yeah. about, you know, yeah. applesauce and whatever. Butterflies. There, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. Whatever. And, yeah, and so all of that is worship just as much or maybe more than what we do at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning or yeah. 9 or 10.30 or whenever we do it. Yeah, yeah. Because God delights to be with us. And the grace is in the moment. It's not necessarily where where you you're trying to get it to a place. Okay, I'm going to give you this glass of water in hopes that you're going to ask me why. And then I'll get to tell you something about Jesus. And then I'll get to start pressing you with the hard questions about, well, you know, where's your heart with Jesus? If you died tonight, do you know where you'd go? Right. Heaven or, yeah. Yeah. Inevitably, people want to push it to that. Yeah. But it's, are you thirsty? Here's a cup of water. Period. Yeah. That's it. Right. That was the sacred. That's it. That's the sacred moment. Right. Yeah. That's the gracious moment. Right. It's not sacred when you talk about Jesus. It's sacred when you offer that in love. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when you see the person and you respond to them, that's yeah. sacred. That's that's holy. Yeah, and it's worship. Yeah. That's right. what worship is. Right. And and there again, it goes back to this idea that God doesn't have to get credit for everything he does. We don't have to make sure that I tell the person, I'm doing this for you because of Jesus. Right. There again, you have this ecomaniac God. Right. Who says, how dare you do that and not mention me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Friends, thanks so much for being a part of this episode of On Grace. My name is Jason Brown. I've been hanging out with Wendell Van Valen and Wayne Hunter.